Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. Uh, my guest is Sankalp Shangari, the CEO of Lala World, L-A-L-A World.io. Sankalp, how are you doing? I'm good, Richard. How are you? Good. Yeah, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, so tell me about uh, Lala World. What What is it about? Lala World is, a, is, an, is an ecosystem for, for the unbanked. Um, when I when I say ecosystem, this is not just uh, financial inclusion that okay. that everybody has been talking about in in fintech and in blockchain, but right. it's also about about creating a true ecosystem uh, which includes health, employment, and education. Um, yeah, how did you come to this idea? And what's what's your background? It's a very ambitious thing you're talking about. So you know, there's got to be a lot of personal motivation behind it. So tell me about yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I come from a very small town in, in India, uh, very uh, and then grew up in like a migrant family, uh, or the part of a part of India where a lot of migrants. Uh, I have I have seen the problems that they face firsthand. Uh, they 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 don't see each other for months, years. They don't talk to each other. They they uh, financially they're always uh, strapped in spite in spite of working so hard. Right. Uh, uh, they have they have hundreds and thousands of problems when they when they land into a new city, okay. new country, uh, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, everybody is aware what 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 these migrants and refugees and 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 the entire unbanked population, be it be it farmers, be it be it uh, small local communities, they they go through. Uh, if if. Uh, having you know, having seen this firsthand, if you dwell very, very uh, deeply into this, right. uh, you will realize that the problem is very simple. The problem is uh, 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 illiteracy. The problem is ignorance. The problem is not lack of opportunities anymore. Okay. Uh, the governments, the communities, everybody has already tried to reach to to these far flung areas. Mm. So. So, so that's that's why why this approach of ecosystem. Uh, I, I uh, growing up, you know, I was I was the lucky one who was to go through uh, a good education and and get into uh, J.P. Morgan and Deutsche and make my mark. Nice. But but back home and 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 overall, if I see across Southeast Asia, uh, things are things are really bad. 
so so uh, when I left JP Morgan end of 2012, I I I was already into blockchain and and uh, mining, trading, uh, 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 you know, consulting startups, governments, etc. But but back of the mind wanted to set up something for for the migrants. Uh, also, because my 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 mother, uh, who and my parents, who are who are migrants themselves, was was very very sick for the last six years. Mm. So so there's a there's a there's a personal uh, agenda. Uh, there's also humanic agenda, if I may call that. Uh, uh, and we set up Lala World last year uh, with with very very one simple goal, which is improve uh, human lives. Okay. So how does uh, Lala World work? What are the, some of the basics of it? Sure. So, so Lala World ecosystem is based on a, on a Lala wallet, uh, a platform, mm-hmm. uh, uh, an app, uh, Android and iOS. Uh, Android already launched in in two countries, Malaysia and India. Uh, how it works is that that Lala wallet has has uh, four basic products. The first product is is when you log in, when anybody logs in. Uh, a Lala ID and a Lala score is generated b- based on the information you fill. Uh, uh, this this provides digital IDs to these unbanked people uh, okay. because because they are they are missing uh, the, the identification part and because of which they don't get any credit. They are not allowed to uh, do certain things. Uh, they are not uh, uh, able to access certain facilities. So digital identification of these guys is is a is not only a basic necessity, but we feel it's a it's a basic human right. Mm. Uh, uh, call it like a, we are we are building a global e passport, which includes your uh, fingerprints, your facial recognition. Uh, your we are also working on Lala Health, like a comprehensive uh, app where where you control all your all your health needs. Okay. Uh, and 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 everything is divided into like five stars. So you have like a like a like a five star rating, and then you have a Lala score, which is like one to ten uh, rating uh, to access uh, both uh, financial score as well as a social <clears throat> score for yourself. Okay. Uh, the other products on the wallet are Lala Lala bill payments across 140 countries. Lala transfer, which is cross-border remittance at at uh, at, at at much lower cost. Uh, then there is Lala uh, uh, card, which is a prepaid sync card uh, uh, the, to to the wallet. And then there is Lala Lens, which is P2P <coughs> lending and micro lending. Mm. Uh, on top of all this, uh, we have tied up with various partners to do Lala education. And and working with various employers to to provide uh, basic employment services for these uh, unbanked population. Well, it sounds like you're doing. I mean, ten companies worth of stuff. What which parts of it are you furthest along on, and which ones do you think would be the most beneficial for people right out of the gate? Uh, yep, yep. I, I I think I think you are right. Uh, we are, and uh, and uh, sometimes it does sound very futuristic and too ambitious. Uh, but uh, to be honest with you, uh, uh, we are we are already doing it. We are already. It's not a proof of concept. Uh, we already have a million users. Wow. Uh, we are the world's largest migrant uh, platform already. 
Huh. We have launched in Malaysia and India, uh, and and we are now launching in Bangladesh, Indonesia, Thailand, UAE, uh, Turkmenistan, uh, Kazakhstan, Azerbaijan, and Turkey. Wow. Uh, we have six global offices, almost hundred people. Uh, we are we are growing very very fast. Uh, 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 we have signed up a 10-year deal with the Malaysian government so that every migrant has to go on the Lala wallet. Hmm. Uh, we are we are signing uh, with with the mayor of Istanbul. We are working with Azerbaijan, uh, UAE. Uh, I'm I'm on road almost every day. Already we have signed 50 over global partnerships. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. But but to to specifically answer your question. We are also very focused. Uh, we are not all over the place. Uh, 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 from a product perspective, we are we are very focused on on two products, which is Lala Transfer and Lala Lens. And from a, from a geographical perspective, for the next six months, we are very focused on Malaysia, Bangladesh corridor, UAE, India, and and. And maybe we will we will go into Turkey and Azerbaijan. Well, it sounds like the core of all this is the Lala wallet and the identity verification for people that are you know that have a hard time doing it right now, so they can participate in lending and banking and remittances, etc. Am I right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes. Uh, 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 you know, you know, they, uh, we so so. I I have been doing this for six years now. Uh, my my team has been involved in payments and wallets business for a long time for the unbanked. Um, we have we have made a lot of mistakes as as a society. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is this is not a new concept. It's not that I am I am you know uh, uh, reinventing the wheel here, but. Uh, the governments want to improve the lives, the, the NGOs, the communities. Everybody wants to do something for them. Right. Uh, uh, change, change is happening. Technology is there, but but has always been used the wrong way. Uh, be it politically motivated, or or maybe somebody just wants to do charity. Charity okay. does not work for these guys. Hmm. It's not sustainable. Uh, uh, it's good, but but. It's just one off uh, by definition. Okay. So, so what we are building is a is a social business where where you make money for everyone, including your investors, users, and then you use that money for for a social cause. Now, the biggest problem up until today was uh, incentivization of of these people because. You know they they are they are so poor. Their plight is so bad. They don't have time to to come sit with you, listen to you, and 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 leave their work. So they have to be incentivized monetarily. Yeah. Uh, that is where I think blockchain plays a very big role, uh, not only from a peer-to-peer distributed perspective, killing the or, or not killing the but but almost removing the middleman, but also with the with the tokens so so that is why lala is coming up with our ico which with the pre-sale started about four days ago oh wow uh, we we are using lala tokens to to incentivize these guys at every step uh, to keep them in the system to make sure they are rewarded for the information they provide the transactions they do 
the 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 referrals they give the the kycs that they fill uh, the, uh, the, and 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 in an interesting way not not just come and please please take tokens uh, let's play some game let's scratch some cards uh, there there are rewards for everything and 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 also we have tied up with with uh, uh, almost half of the employers uh, in in asia who employ these guys because we want to provide them training when they first time come from bangladesh to to malaysia okay. so that they are they are they are on the lala wallet all the time so what <clears throat> the role of the token is to encourage them to use all the lala services and they get rewarded with token which they can turn into cash yes yes uh, no not only cash but but uh, they can buy products for example in malaysia uh, the best lala wallet Uh, we have we have tied up with the local KK Marts. It's like the 7-Elevens, right. uh, whereby they can not only top up, but 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 they can also uh, you know send money back home. Uh, we are also tying up with 50,000 POS terminals. We're working on providing physical POS uh, across countries, across boundaries. Okay. Um, so so yes. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, it's like a loyalty program as well inbuilt in there. So why why do you think this has been tried by so many people and hasn't worked until now? What's the big difference that is making it work for you guys? Uh, very, very very good question. Uh, what has not worked up until now is that that maybe if if I talk four years, five years ago, the technology was not there hmm. uh, to to make it real happen. Uh, uh and and when uh, even even without blockchain uh, uh last 3 4 years the payment industry has has truly digitized and the technology has come in but but you know you are talking grassroots level here and okay. to to make that happen you know the government is more worried about how how their banks are losing money how capital markets are losing money and and it's very difficult for them to to go to the grassroots level and digitize a village or right. or 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 you know provide basic services there so so ngos and communities have been trying at their level uh, but 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 you have to achieve this on a global scale mm. i'll i'll give you uh, uh, an example which is which is currently uh, barbaric in nature okay uh, the rohingyas problem in in uh, in Myanmar uh, they are being pushed out of Myanmar killed um, and whatever is happening uh, there they are, they are being pushed into Bangladesh um, mm. and Thailand now now Bangladeshis are 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 being nice and they are taking uh, from a, for a humanitarian cause but half a million people have have come into Bangladesh that's that's huge which is already not uh, not able to Uh, provide for themselves, but the the guys that come in, the Rohingyas that that come into the country have no digital IDs. Um, they have no no IDs at all. Uh, they have they have no identification, no ways to prove uh, he's he is what he's saying. Crime and makes all kinds of problems. I can tell. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. It's not only crime from their side, but but uh, they themselves end up dying. uh you know they don't get food they 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 like you said they get into crime uh it's it's a, it's a very uh <clears throat> situation yeah they're stuck as as third class citizens too without that id id 
they can't participate in the new society they're in. Absolutely. So now imagine if they had Lala ID in Myanmar, which was sitting on a blockchain, which had all their information about biometrics, their name, their age, which cannot be tampered with. Right. Suddenly they go to Bangladesh or, or any other country for that matter. It's like your global e-passport, which cannot be lost, which cannot be taken away from you. Uh, and and it, it always, uh, there is a rating for you. So wherever you go, people know, okay, this is what, okay, okay. So you are, uh, you know, 4.73, uh, excellent. I'll give you a $10,000 loan for three months at this much interest. Right. I will. Uh, you can open a bank account. You can. You can get employment. You can. You can register for government subsidies, etc., etc. Uh, yeah. So digital ID is very, very, very important. Uh, you'll be surprised to know two billion people do not have any form of ID today, and that's that's one third of the world's population. So you really need network effect for this to work. I mean, blockchain is really solving a lot of it, but. The network affects really what's going to make it work. You know, the more people on this network, the smoother it'll be. Where are you at with that? I mean, uh, you have a million people, which is great, but at what point is it going to all of a sudden take off? You think? Uh, I, I I think I think uh, right now, once once our ICO is complete in in January in in uh, February fifth of February, mm-hmm. uh, that is where. Uh, we are gonna go full blast because that's when the when the, I think the real work starts. We have we have done this for 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 so many years now. But uh, the network effect, uh, we have we have several schemes in place, several incentives in place uh, where where you refer each other and you get few things, uh, tokens primarily. Also, you know what we are doing is. Like I said, there is a corridor. Let's say it's Malaysia to Bangladesh. Mm. So, so not only the migrant is is going on the Lala wallet, but also every migrant on an average has four family members back in Bangladesh. Mm. So they are also going on the wallet. And in Bangladesh, on top of that, we are not only partnering with banks and and other uh, local uh, enterprises. We are we are also creating our own Lala franchise, Lala shops, and Lala force. Mm. Uh, Lala Force is where you 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 know the people uh, the, the the guy on the bike will come to your doorstep and and provide you a service. Obviously for a for a cost, but 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 it has to be done. Otherwise, uh, a remote village does not know what to do. Mm. So I think that all that effect, all that distribution, all that network already creates a network effect uh, cross uh, border. Right, but just you know, what's your sense of where you're at in the network effect? Do you have it yet? It sounds like you already have it, but where do you feel like it's all of a sudden going to tip and really explode and and just be everywhere? Uh, uh, good, good question. Uh, I uh, three months ago uh, we were we we did not have any users. Uh, today, uh, you know, when when a Bangladeshi goes to Malaysia for work. We give him a Lala kit. Lala kit includes a free phone, mm. uh, Android phone, uh, insurance, uh, a SIM card uh, uh, for Malaysia, and 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 a, and a Lala card, which will come in Q1 2018. Uh, so from three months to now, we have already given 68,000 SIM cards, uh, to be precise, and now we are rolling out phones and other things as well. 
And and earlier, what we saw was that out of the 68,000 SIM cards we gave, uh, uh, almost 20,000 were discarded when they reached Malaysia because sure. the phone was not there, the the the, the adoption, the, the wallet itself was not complete, uh, the integration of the wallets with the other partners was not complete. Now everything is complete, everything is happening. So and and now we are going starting. Uh, rolling out almost, uh, I would say, 20,000 Lala kits a month just to migrants, just in Bangladesh. And and that is going to create a lot of stickiness. So we're talking, uh, we're talking, uh, having almost, uh, you know, 250,000 migrants in the next six months, and uh, then next three months, uh, right. half a million in the next six months. And respectively, their families average two people having that, so a million people there and and with the distribution centers i think uh, specifically answering your question in the next 6 months there's going to be a very big network effect created along mm. with that it's going to happen same is going to happen in uae and in india and personally the whole team as we speak is is actually working on just that except the ico team of course uh, to 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 how to now spread across the globe as soon as possible. I got a question for you about the token. Um, you know, you want people obviously to invest and you want to raise money through the ICO. What happens though if the token gets bid up to five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars a token, but yet the the people that you want to incentivize with it are going to be mostly by definition poor people? You know, will they just therefore get a tenth of a token or a hundredth of a token? I mean, is there a, a problem because the investors are first world money probably, and then the, the users are third world money, just to be blunt. And you think that'll become a problem, where, you know, based on what happens with the token? Uh, not not at all. Uh, in fact, if you go through our white paper, we have we have answered this question very well. We have divided the the token holders into three categories: uh, short term investor, long term investor, and the real user. Uh, uh, all of them are incentivized differently. Uh, the token itself is is not just that incentivized uh, one token each or five token each. The, the token is the the token incentivization or rewards program is based on 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 the number of transactions you do and the percentage of the price of the token. So so even if the price was to go to ten dollars, you are you are not going to uh, you know, get $10 token. Uh, you're going to get a percentage of that. And also, if the price goes up to $10, um, do you think the investor is complaining? Not at all. No. Yeah, so he's already it, very happy. All right, so even if the token goes to $1,000, it's okay. You'll just have smaller denominations for the reward system, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, correct. Okay, all right, well, very good. All right, so... um. Where can we give resources to people? You know, what countries are, is this available and which ones is it not? And how can people reach out to you to uh, get involved, get a wallet, you know, help their population, their city, their country, et cetera? Uh, my, my message is simple that, that we, we do not want to create our own infrastructure. We want to have global partnerships with, with people who already have been doing good stuff or who have uh, uh, a business who can help us. Uh, you can always reach us at at our website or or, or our email, which is hello at 
lalaworld.io or uh, uh, the the entire information is available on the website lalaworld.io uh, okay. we have already launched in malaysia and india uh, a, a wallet that you can download from the play store today uh, we will be, uh, we are will be soon launching in 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 uh, uae and bangladesh as well and okay. then we'll be launching very quickly in 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 two three other countries uh, we're working on um simultaneously we're working on product partnerships geographical partnerships mm. so that so that lala token uh, which is which is uh, a token today becomes a utility becomes a day to day utility and eventually becomes the currency of choice where a farmer can buy a goat in lala tokens he can sell his wheat in lala tokens he can buy milk in lala tokens locally that is the kind of uh, 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 token we are envisaging for for the future well very good sankalp thank you for being on the on the podcast i really appreciate it and that's a super ambitious project but it's going to help uh, probably some of the most needy people in the world so thank you for your work thank you sir thank you very much the bitcoin ethereum and blockchain super conference is coming to dallas texas february 16 17 and 18 in 2018 If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to bitcoinsuperconference.com and register today as a super early bird. to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms that's bitcoinsuperconference.com you've been listening to almost here around the corner future technology podcast with richard jacobs subscribe to this podcast post to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as bitcoin artificial intelligence 3d printing blockchain virtual reality and more